Hello and welcome to the... Bottom of the league. Yes, the bottom. Talking about every single team. Now that the playoffs have started, obviously in the second round now, and we're going into uh, the championship real soon at the end of the week. Um, figured now's a good time since the season's coming to a close. And no more baseball will be around for fantasy at least. Um, talking about every single person's teams. Talking about where they ended. Their pickups, how active were they on waiver wires and whatnot. Um, their schedule and where they did good, where they did bad. See where things may have fallen apart for them. Um, their prominent players in their team. And who I think were guys who were like game changers for them. Who were maybe always week in and week out towards the top of their potential like best hitter, best pitcher. Uh, good pickups they made, anything like that. And then uh, draft overview comparison from when, obviously, at the beginning of the season, I was ranking everyone's teams where I thought people might end up um, at least to start the year. Um, let's see how right I was about certain things. So to kick it off, we're starting with the bottom of the league and working our way up um, because, obviously, playoff teams are going to be talked about a lot anyway. So let's talk about the teams who didn't end up getting a chance to make it. Starting off with KFC, who unfortunately came in last. Um yeah, sorry, I have to do this again. That's the toilet flushing. Uh, no good. It just didn't end up working out. But the nice part about this year in general was uh, pretty much no one was a pushover, which is really cool. Really like that about this year in general. Um, the worst record... Uh, well, the record that KST ended up with, 93 wins, 116 losses, and 11 ties, ends with a 448 winning percentage. Um, not ridiculously awful. Like, we've had years where there were way bigger pushovers, uh, and so he wasn't even really a pushover this year. So it's nice to see. Even the bottom team is still quite competitive uh, in general over the whole season. Um, their pickups, they ended up, I believe, let's see, 6th. In overall pickups, uh, at the end of the season, now we're into the playoffs, pickups are still being counted, so I'm not counting the playoff teams that may have risen above him just by a slight margin. It was close, but he was in like 6-8, to eight, so he actually was pretty prominent um, in pickups. The only reason I say that is because most people were in that range of like in the low 100s. Uh, some teams ousted that, uh, but most people were in that low to mid 100 range, and he was right there with everyone else. So, pick up sixth overall. Um, so they did actually show some effort. Um, and then when you talk about KFC's schedule in general, um, pretty much they had a pretty good start. Um, a couple wins. They grabbed one win early on against Iron Dome in their first rivalry match, and then have a, had a rivalry match against a uh, uh, Playboy Kyle, uh, who no one wants to play in the playoffs, and uh, tied him. So that's already a good little start. And then a win, pretty decent one, against Pool Pals, which then later made him co-coin the term uh, the Decimone bye week, which um, looking at now later, way back, we'll get to it. Um, that did not work out so well for KFC. Um, but right after that third matchup, started a small turn down. Uh, the Skankies beat them, tied the show, lost to Tots, uh, just barely beat me and then beat Tyler. So it was really around 
matchup week eight, which is late May, so literally the end of May, where KFC was doing okay. Everything was looking like they might be at least a middle of the pack or middle high pack team. Uh, and then that's when it all the wheels fell off. Um, after that, only two wins over the whole season. One over the show and one over uh, Playboy. Uh, no one wants to play in the playoffs. 6-3-1 and 8-1-1 against the show. Uh, other than that, a loss to Fear Boners, Iron Dome, Pool Pals Big Time, uh, Skankies, the show also, Tots, Tied Pool Pals. So Pool Pals ended up winning the overall matchup discrepancy. They played three times and... Pool Pals actually had a bet, the better record against KFC, so just funny that he coined the turn uh, decent on bye week and then ends up losing more to him. Uh, big loss to Vibrators. Uh, you know, just it ended up not working out. Not that I'm trying to like slam into him, but a lots, lots of losses had trouble winning matchups in general. Um, so that's how the schedule went for them. Uh, prominent players on the team ended up being the guys that you would generally expect higher draft picks. Uh, Bo. Bobochet, absolute monster. Five category all over the place. Um, like I've said in other times when I talked about the end of the season, could not have gone to a better fit um, for what this team team's output is um, with their runs, stolen bases, and average being their like top end hitting categories. Uh, he fits perfectly into that mold and adds to the others as well. Um, yeah, he had some decent pickups and Uri- Luis Urias, who did pretty well for him at times. Obviously, Whit Merrifield was a monster. Uh, Will Smith ended up being a pretty good catcher. He just needs more at-bats. That's really the bigger thing with uh, Will Smith is he just needs to be batted by his team more. But it's the Dodgers, and they have so much depth they can sit people. Uh, Adam Frazier has been a disappointment of late since he got traded to San Diego. He just has not had the same impact that he once had. Uh, Mark Kana again, fits right into the strategy. So he's had some good players. Uh, Rosa Reina has been okay this season. Uh, just the pop wasn't there enough for this team, um, which was pretty prevalent against lots of people, like, like in lots of matchups they had. One player over 30 at homers isn't particularly going to cut it uh, in this version of baseball anymore. A few players in the 20s. Uh, Kyle Seeger's the one with 34, by the way. Great pickup ended up being. Uh, just barely not drafted, picked up early, and did well so hitting was just really categorized and and aimed at certain areas and they didn't win those areas enough with the pitching problems and the pitching problems were pretty much out everywhere they were not really good pitching at all um walker bueller was the godsend um absolutely amazing lower than one whip era that's great with a 239 14 wins 200 k's you know he's just been a beast at times Sonny Gray has been good but he's also blown up weeks for him and uh the closers were both good but only two of them so you know there just wasn't really enough to go around to make this team relevant and still eighth in saves with two closers in the 20s is just why even have closers at this at that point and with K's and wins and at 10th literally last in the league uh KFC ran in some pitching struggles more than anything um Going back to Caves, uh, their beginning of the season draft overview, I actually had them ranked at six. I thought that they might be able to slip into a playoff spot. Literally, that would mean they would be the last playoff spot at the time. Um, I rated their hitting as a B and their pitching as a B minus. That kind of falls in the right area, but probably both letter grades should be lower. It should maybe have been more like a B minus or yeah, B minus, and then maybe like a C 
for pitching um, because it, there just was no depth. And uh, let's I'm just going to go through what I said about the team. Have the top hitters as Mookie Betts, Bo, and Whit Merrifield. For the most part, pretty true. Uh, Mookie's had his issues at times and injuries. But Mookie was still prevalent on the team. I would almost even say Rosarena maybe should have been brought up. Rosarena did a bit more. But it was clear that Mookie and Whit Merrifield were like the team's like aces on hitting. Um, I wrote that he had a strong group of hitters, uh, which ended up being only true in certain categories, uh, but it mixes in a great amount of speed. I think the show has a bit more speed, which is true. That's the only team that actually beat him in stolen bases. Uh, but KFC surely can hold their own and mix in a nice level batting average, uh, which is also true. KFC did end up with uh, third in batting average, second in stolen bases, and second in runs. So for the most part, I was pretty correct. Uh, this lineup definitely has some pop. Not all that correct. Uh, but I'm interested to see how much. Okay. Bets on guys like uh, Rosarena, Lux, and Bichette to take the next step could and probably will turn out very well. Well, let's look at that. Rosarena kind of just did... I, I don't think... I, I think KSD will even tell you uh, he expected a bit more from Rosarena. Not that Rosarena did bad. Lux was a bust... Just did not ever get out of the gate well and did not play well and then lost his job and went to AAA. That was bad, but then Bo was the home run, obviously. Um, then I wrote, but other teams have more firepower. This is true. This will be a fun team to look back at on the uh, and see where they end up. Speed and average will be key. So honestly, for the most part, pretty spot on. Um, ended up going lower than I thought. Um but for the most part, the hitting was in that area. Like I said, just maybe hitting and pitching grades should be downticked. I uh, put as their top pitchers, Bueller, Glass now, Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray, iffy. But I would say Bueller and Glass now, I was definitely spot on with. Um, just Glass now ended up going down with the injury. That ended up uh, really hurting um, KFC's chances with pitching because after that, the only dominant pitcher was Bueller. And I wrote, uh, a huge unfortunate late announcement of Sixto Sanchez starting the year at the alternate site is extra unfortunate. Super true. They drafted Sixto at a decent spot, and he was supposed to be something this year and ended up not making it up. Um, doesn't mean they won't be calling back up quick. Well, I guess it did. <laughs> but it will be hard to trust the, only these top three for solid innings. That is true. That being said, those pitchers like Sixto, Herman, Savale, I believe are great bets regardless. Mostly true. 60, 60, I think, at draft day was a good bet. He just ended up just never making it out of AAA. Uh, and then the injury, obviously, then derailed the whole thing. So Sixto is more just like a horror story. Uh, Herman had ups and downs early in the season. I bet KFC was loving it. But then, obviously, they did drop him for a reason because he started to slip off. So, uh... Herman's been up and down this season. He was a hard one to read. But Savale was a great bet, and he's been a really good value pick at the end of the draft for this team. Uh, two of the four closers don't have firm holds on their closer jobs. I don't know who that is anymore. I think one of them was Romero. I'm not sure if the other one was Kennedy, but uh, that's all they ended up with. Um, I said that I don't knock it, but, I mean, if you're drafting closing, you wanted to get at least a guy who was solidified in his job, and it took both those guys some time to get solidified in their jobs at some point in the season. So that was definitely a mistake by KFC. Uh, depending on those men I mentioned, this group could surprise. Ended up, like I said, not surprising at all and being really shaky most of the season. Um, so overall, that's what KFC ended up with. 
Um, just a team that ended up not getting out of its own way, especially when it came to like just pure pitching. Uh, I didn't think they were going to be so weak, uh, but they ended up being really weak. But, uh, but I'll give them this, that they really did hit on the uh, on the uh, hitting side of things when they were like straight up just like, I'm going in on runs, average, and stolen bases. Uh, definitely hit that because they were top three in each category. So if they can utilize that strategy next year if they want to do it again with pitching and stronger pitching – guys that are maybe more cemented and like reliable um than like guy like Glasnow who has a small injury history and has times where he's been blown up in his career maybe KFC can make a better push next year hopefully they do come back next year I know they don't uh want to do any sort of punishment so we'll see how that goes but anyway regardless we move on to Iron Dome Iron Iron Dome let me just open up his stuff real quick when it comes to Iron Dome they had um, ended up in ninth, so just barely avoided um, going into that uh, dreaded uh, tenth spot where you know you have to end up kind of being a mockery of things at times. Um, they ended with ninety-five wins, so two more than KFC. 114 losses, two less than KFC, and eleven ties, the same amount. So really close. Uh, records uh, with a 457 winning percentage. Um, Iron Dome in general had, I believe, they were sixth. Let me make sure. No, fifth. They were fifth overall in um, pickups uh, with like a 120 roughly. So they were they were definitely a team that picked up a lot of people. Starting pitcher team that's going to happen pretty often. Um, and when it comes to Iron Dome's chances over the season, they had an okay start. Started off with two losses. Uh, one small one to KFC, which I just mentioned earlier. And then a pretty big one to me, uh, 3-7. Uh, but then they bounced right back against both of the Saunders. 5-4-1 against Tyler and the Vibrators. 7-3 against Brett and Toss. Then folds right next back. Loses big to Boners, Chris. Loses a bit to Skankies at 4-6. So they were just constantly, it seemed like a team that would bounce back and win some and lose some. Win some, lose some. It was a streaky team. Um, and that kind of goes that way the whole time. They had some big wins in the middle. A big 9-1 and 8-2. 9-1 against KFC. And 8-2 against uh, Tots. Um, but in general, just uh, not enough to counteract losses that... We're coming a little bit too consistently. Big ones against Pool Pals, big loss against Fear Boners, big losses against me, big time. Not to, you know, talk about myself too much, but Iron Dome lost to me 3 7, 2 7 1, and then 2 8. Uh, definitely had a tough time against me, which he had to play me three times. Uh, did very well against KFC, though, with a small loss, a tie, and then a big win in 9-1. So overall, just too many losses, especially towards the end of the end of the year, to be able to easily take themselves at least out of contention of 10th. But they ended up just making it um, by solidifying a tie against KFC, which kind of kept them at base uh, in the 9 spot, not having to worry about any not fun things to do that people don't want to do. Um, when it comes to prominent players, no one's more prominent, probably even in the league, than Tatis, which they had. Tatis injured a lot, but 
100 runs and RBIs is what he's going to end up with. He's going to end up with 40 homers. Close to a 300 average. And, so, like, he's just like, I was just talking about Bo Bichette before. He's like Bo Bichette on, on crack. Like, he's awesome. So, he was definitely one of his best players. Vado ended up big with the homers and RBIs at several points of the year, which he picked up. Great pickup. I'll concede. Chris Taylor. I know he slipped off recently and he hasn't done well at all compared to what he was doing for the first half of the year. But, I mean, regardless of where you took Chris Taylor, great pick to get what you got. 200th he was taken, 20th round. Ends up with 90 runs, 20 homers, 73 RBIs, 260 average, which was much higher earlier. Um, it's great pickup in Cedric Mullins, his boy, his Baltimore boy. Uh, great value pickup in Schwarber. Kelnick, I don't understand why he still has him roster. I know Kelnick has been good recently, but Kelnick is just not his year yet. A decent trade for Wander Franco. A great pickup in Winker, even though he's been out a while. You know, there was some hitting on this team. I guess that's what I'm kind of getting to, uh, alluding to, is that this team definitely could hit. Um, but it was just too streaky at times. That's the problem. Um, looking at their overall hitting, 7th in runs, top 5 in homers at 4th, top 5 in RBIs at 5th, stolen bases 3rd, but then 7th in average. So there was just a little bit too much... Big pop guys and some guys who were draining the average, like Bellinger. That trade just really unfortunate. Gave up a lot for him and uh, batted 159, and now he's on the IL and stuff. So uh, Nelson Cruz going to an AL team uh, in Tampa Bay that was prominent was a, ended up being pretty good for him. So not that he wasn't on the AL team already, but here was always the issue with this team was the pitching. They made a great move in the middle of the year for Logan Webb. I love that trade. He was a great pickup. He murdered in the second half especially. Um, But really, other than him, talking about the season, you're really just looking at Julio Arias, who's been great. 170 innings is something I probably didn't expect from him just because I thought that was going to be the Dodgers' fault more than his. He can go the distance, but I didn't thought the Dodgers would reel him back. But three RA and a one whip. 18 wins and 185K is going to end up with over 200. That's great for where he picked him and ends up being a decent ace if he could have matched him with other stuff considering he took him in the ninth round. Getting an ace that late is not always easy. So that was a great pick. And uh, Descofani, which I believe was a pickup, Descofani. Yes, he was. Very early in the season, after a good start, picked up Descofani and has ridden with him since with a, a great stat line as well. Dylan Cease, who he traded for, has been up and down. He'll win you weeks as well as lose him. So he's been pretty good, though. I'm not going to complain about Dylan Cease. And Taiwan Walker, second half of the year, has just been really unfortunate um, compared to the first half where he was an all-star. So there's just no depth here. That is the, was the bigger issue. He just had way too much hitting, too much bench hitters, like stuff that you just don't need. And there was just the starting pitching that he had on the roster, no bench pitchers, and he just had to mix in uh, pickups whenever he could. You know, the hitting just, the pitching just wasn't enough. Ended up being bottom three in literally every category. Uh, he always says he'll draft hitting and trade it for pitching. Did that twice. The Logan Webb move was great. Dylan Steese was not bad, uh, but it was not enough to overcome how bad the pitching was. And I think that's something he's got to understand. Where you do have to still draft some top end pitching. Uh, if you talk to Playboy, uh, he took Woodruff where he took him. He would have wished he even took someone even better than Woodruff because 
he even knows you need those guys at the top to to anchor you and your team. So maybe Aaron Dome wants to take a page out of his book next year. At least get a guy or two who's just like a lock and then get your value picks later if he can keep drafting the value picks that he's been doing. Might have a decent pitching to match with probably a little bit lighter hitting than he's used to. But doesn't mean it can be bad hitting. If he still does great with the pickups like guys like Winker, he can be great. Anyway, to the draft overview for Iron Dome. I put them as ninth, which is exactly where they ended up going, which is kind of ironic. Uh, but I put a draft that said they were going to be a ninth-ranked team is mostly because they're pitching, which I wasn't that wrong on. But anyway, let's see exactly what I said. B-plus in hitting, uh, with the top hitters being Trout. Ended up trading him and also getting injured, but Trout was murdering beforehand. Uh, Tatis, definitely true, and Alonzo I put, which ended up really not being all too true because Alonzo, when he had him, was up and down and also not the greatest, and then he traded him, and <laughs> unfortunately that's when he went off, um, and it wasn't for him. So definitely Pete is wrong. It'd probably be looking at looking back at it now. The better pick would have been a guy like, I don't know, a, a, a guy that he drafted would be a guy like Nelson Cruz, who's just like that solidified guy in the middle who just always is productive. Because um, Winker and stuff wasn't there. Obviously, Mancini wasn't. And uh, Franco, guys like that, I can't put them in because he didn't draft them. Um, was CJ Crone filling in until Luke Voigt comes back, which both ended up pretty much being nothing for Iron Dome. Dome's hitting is strong, but not elite in my opinion. Um, let's see how right I was about that. Yeah, I guess I, he wasn't technically elite. He was definitely good. Um, but 7th in runs and average kind of bogs down the homers, RBIs, and stolen bases that are top 5 because they're back-end top 5. If they were like 1st, 2nd, 3rd, all of them, you can take 7th in runs and average and still be considered elite, but I'm not sure if I could call them elite, so maybe I was right about that. This team lacks speed. Wrong! Ended up being 3rd. Dead wrong. But it has the common Iron Dome power, that is true. We all are used to seeing at the top... Uh, on top of bats like McNeil and Urshela to help above hitters maintain a solid average. Ended up being pretty wrong. McNeil, who he traded, also ended up not having a great year, and he dropped Geo quite early. So, pretty wrong about that one. Uh, unfortunately, average never levered out. Um, but watch for this team to be another commonly strong group of hitters coming out of the Champions lineup. All hail the King. I'm saying that for you because it's gone very soon. So, the King, long may he reign. Iron Dome... Decently strong hitting just wasn't enough this year. And I put a C for pitching. Honestly, not to be rude, but maybe at this point you could probably call the pitching more of a D. Um, if I'm being nice, D+. plus Because it was bottom three in every category. So that should be no more towards the F area. But I'll be nice and say D, D+. Because there are some pitchers on there I like. Strasburg, I said, would be a top pitcher. Wrong. Injury. No surprise. Urias. Dead right. And Marco Gonzalez, I said. But the thing is, with Iron Dome, we all know, he's quick to drop and pick up other people. He even did the same thing with Marquez. Um, and ended up, both of those players ended up on my team as decent pitchers. And Marco hasn't been great. He didn't draft a Scafani, but maybe a better guy to have talked about would have been Taiwan Walker, who, oh, he didn't draft either. So, I don't know. <laughs> At least Hilarious was was definitely right. Um I had to give a lower grade for for this group of pitchers because the the most talented pitcher is the uh, uh is Chris Sale who's starting on the IL sixty. I guess he drafted Sale late, um, 
fair enough, he didn't come back until a little while ago, and by that point, he wasn't even on Iron Dome's team anymore. Uh, Strasburg is an ace, uh, as an ace is kind of yikes. Pretty true because of the injury problem, but he could prove to stay healthy and come back into form. You know, I, I, I don't want to beat the dead horse when it's already down, so yep, okay. Uh, even if he does, I don't see this group being able to do what Iron Dome's pitching was able to achieve last season. I ended up being right, um, unfortunately. Uh, the U Darvishes and stuff like that weren't able to be quite picked up to the same level um, and get that big-time huge ace that drove them into the playoffs. Um, seems his team would need pitching coming off career years to double up with another career year. Uh, I don't know exactly who I was talking about, but um, Arias doubled up. I can give you that, but there's none of the other pitchers that were really drafted still on this team, so unfortunately none of them seem to double up. Uh, lots of injuries for Iron Dome, as we know. So that's pretty much what went on with them. This has already been pretty long. All these will probably be pretty long because I want to give everyone their time to shine. Uh, but Iron Dome, KFC... Both starting out and rounding out the bottom of the league, unfortunately for them. Um, better luck next year.